Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Isaac Newton Institute podcast. My name is Dan Aspel and I am joined for the second time by Professor Liz Mansfield. Hi, hi Dan. Uh, so it's a joy to have you back, uh, Liz, and joy is in fact the subject we're going to be talking about because most people listening to this will be receiving it as part of an email which I'm going to shortly be sending out to the maths community in general. You are going to be giving a talk next week uh, which you volunteered to give here at the Newton Institute and its title is On the Nature of Mathematical Joy. So tell me, what's this talk? going to be about? Oh, so I was asked to give a public lecture at my institution at the University of Kent and the title of the talk uh, came to me and in fact the talk as a whole uh, came to me. I talk about seven levels of mathematical joy beginning from the simple to the most uh, esoteric I think and <laughs> I think esoteric is the right word. Um, Maybe that's not the right word. But anyway, uh, so it's not quite the seven levels of hell, you know, Dante's <laughs> Inferno, it's inverted. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, A response to his seven levels of hell. <laughs> well, whatever people, no, it's, it's the opposite. Yeah. I, I suppose uh, some people do find thinking about mathematics, uh, they, they've been trained to think of mathematics as somewhat hellish in school, and so this is the opposite, uh, the opposite story. Yeah. And uh, who is this aimed at? So when I gave the talk at Kent, I had students from master classes and their parents all the way through to professors of engineering and computer science. And it was it was indeed a great success. So that's mm. why I've offered to give it again. Yeah, because it's a recurring theme, actually, of the, the mathematicians I've been lucky enough to interview on this podcast series. Mm -hmm. So many people refer to the joy that they experience in their work. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not something which culturally we associate with maths, is it? And yet it's so prevalent amongst all the academics that I've spoken to. Yeah, that, that's correct. I would say that. I think that part of my motivation for wanting to discuss the joy in mathematics in a way that can be understood without being able to do yourself advanced mathematics, is that I increasingly see students um, who are increasingly um, tentative, inflexible, overly concerned with right and wrong and getting the right answer. And I don't know why this is. I don't know why mathematics can't be more playful mm -hmm. in schools. I think this is something for mathematical educators to discuss. I don't know that whether it's because we have such a severe assessment regime for mathematics mm -hmm. in schools mm -hmm. or whether there's a question of mathematical maturity in which you develop some confidence and ability to interrogate a conceptual idea, you know, interrogate an idea and play with it and have fun with it. So I'm not quite too sure what the what the impediments are. I don't think I'm the right person to talk about that, but I'm putting the point of view that this is what we need to have. I yeah. want school students and university undergraduates both to have the experience, at least a taste of the experience that I have every mm. day. Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful conversation opener for everybody. And do you feel that people will come away from the talk thinking about their own joy? Because most of these people are going to be professional mathematicians or, or early career researchers. Um, well, when they... Uh, the attendees, I imagine, uh, next well, week. Maybe when I give it here, that's yeah. the case. But yeah. certainly that wasn't the case in other places. And, mm. and uh, I, I do think that people do come away thinking about what is what are their joys. Yeah. What are their seven levels? <laughs> it sounds like a good one that would lead into uh, education in general. You know, if, if this talk were to be given at uh, a, a place where teachers go to train, for example, in mathematics. Well, I've certainly chosen the mathematical topics to be uh, somewhat accessible, at least, mm. uh, at least to be able to understand why there's some mathematics there, even if not the mathematics itself, but certainly what the mathematics is trying to achieve. Mm. Uh, do you think it will make people look at their own? lives within mathematics in a different way perhaps in a positive way that sounds like what you're going for 
that quite a few of my mathematical colleagues who've heard the talk have recognised some of the things that I talk about. Yes, mm. absolutely. Yeah, wonderful. Um, and yes, it's going to be given next week at INI. All the details will be attached uh, in the email to which this message will be attached. And um, yes, are you looking forward to giving it? Are you, are you excited? Oh, absolutely. Of yeah. course. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's it's a really fun talk. It, it, it is meant to be a, a fun talk. Great. It's not heavy on the philosophical uh, there's, there's not a great deal of philosophy or sociology. It really is uh, just fun. Okay, super. Well, I, I very much look forward to mathematical it. Mathematical joy. Yes. Yeah, super. Oh, well, thank you for taking the time, Liz. We'll wrap this up so that we can get it sent out ASAP. Thank you, Dan. Uh, And thanks again. I look forward to it next week. Thank you, Cheers. Dan.